All right, good morning, everyone. Today is Monday, March 1st. I was about to say February 29th, but I think it went to the 28th yesterday. Then it jumped to the 1st, 2021. And we have quite a bit to cover just because there's a lot to catch up on since last Thursday. So we're just going to jump right into it and not waste any time. First off, an ex-gymnast and Olympic coach died by suicide after awaiting trial for charges on sex trafficking. Look, it seems like, and I'm not trying to get conspiratorial here. This is just my opinion. Again, we're jumping right into it. It seems like some of these people either kill themselves because obviously they know what they're going to go through in prison is not going to, you know, it's going to be terrible and all that, of course, and rightfully so, because if they've been convicted of child pedophilia or any form of sex trafficking, it doesn't have to be child sex trafficking, but any form of sex trafficking, men or women, obviously mainly women, it's terrible. And so one of two things occurs here, either they know too much and they don't want to disclose it, which is why it's interesting. A lot of these high up people that are not necessarily celebrities, but people that are in the, you know, the social clubs of the quote unquote elites. I say that with air quotes. Excuse me. They seem to generally have this understanding. And I'm not saying that because of Epstein, but they seem to have this general understanding of we have to take ourselves out instead of face prison time. Now, obviously, it could be because, look, they're cowards. They can't do the time obviously but then there's another angle to this too which is if they know a bit too much someone might force it out of them eventually so that's the consequence and the deal they make with the devil metaphorically when they sign up for this like all those years ago or however they got involved right so we have to look at it both uh, both ways now let's take a look next biden bombed militias in syria that's um that support and are potentially or sorry are actually backed by iran and um his second wave of bombing was scrapped due to alleged bipartisan pushback so okay in english let me translate for those of you and myself who don't care to un- understand those types of wordings uh, those types of words because just the way that they do it it means both sides don't want him to do it he he, he bombed the first set and then he was going to do another wave of bombing and then they, they were like no 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 the question then becomes, was there an intelligence angle at play here as well, or just politicians acting like they morally care, just to say to Biden, like, listen, let's not turn this into like a Bush era thing with the bombing and all that stuff. A lot of progressives, I can tell you, I've seen a lot of progressives are, are not happy saying, listen, um, okay, you know, drug, drug prices went up. I mean, arguably Biden has done good things, but at the same time, if we look at the negatives too, drug prices went up for insulin, already you're bombing another country. If we look at it in that context, it looks terrible. And it looks like Biden is another neocon, you know, part of the establishment, trying to please the establishment and all that. And you know what? I think that is the case. Now, listen, I'm going to be totally honest with you. In my humble opinion, let's give it the benefit of the doubt. Let's give him the benefit of the doubt. However, dropping bombs on terrorists, personally, I'm okay with. But if this was, you know, sketchy intelligence and oof, like, you know, uh, we don't know, but Iran's backing them. So ah, that's a different story. You see what I'm saying? So that's that's interesting. So um, we'll see what happens there. The next thing is that the FDA panel endorsed Johnson and Johnson's COVID vaccine. If I'm not mistaken, don't quote me on this, but if I'm not mistaken, I think it's one shot this one. Um Assuming, you know, it's mRNA and all that kind of stuff. I don't want to even want to get into that, to be honest. So anyways, there's a new threat level that has been raised substantially for U.S. troops in Iraq and military contractors have been put on high alert there as well. Look, I mean, I'm not trying to say this disrespectfully because I have such amount of respect for the troops of not just the U.S., but every country that, you know, fights to serve. Well, there's certain countries that I don't. But anyway, that's not the point. You guys know what I mean. 
it's what you sign up for. If you're going to be put on high alert, you know the business, you know the game. And very respectfully, if you're if you can't handle that mentally, the pressure, then truthfully, maybe it's not for you. And that's fine. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. Some people can handle it. Some can't. Right. And it's very normal. Some, you know, a lot of uh, veterans that return who have honorably fought and served and all that. They come back with PTSD and I don't blame them one bit, man. I don't blame them one bit. Could you only imagine, like, think about people going through PTSD because of traumatic experiences in civilized society. Imagine being in a place like Iraq where, you know, there's landmines, bombs going off everywhere, things like that, right? So, I don't blame them one bit. But with that being said, I'm not saying anyone's complaining, but to those who might say, oh, why was there a high-level security threat? Listen, it's better for the soldiers to be safe than to just pretend like everything's fine, you know? The next thing is that NASA named their headquarters after its first, I think their headquarters in their main headquarters after its first black woman engineer. Cool, cool. Um, I got listen. I got no problem with that. The whole thing of naming for me. Look, everyone's human. I don't care. Black, Asian, white. This woman, I forgot her name respectfully, but I think that she did a lot of commitments and only uh, committed a lot of her time and contributions. Her contributions were very substantial, and so it's only being recognized now. I don't care if she was black or white or you know Asian or or what have you. To me, it doesn't matter if you made contributions. Great. And listen, the fact that if she was ignored due to her skin color or if she was not attributed her appropriate celebratory credentials because of her skin color, I that's a terrible thing. Seriously, like I'm not even trying to say that just to sound like that's just terrible. Because, again, if you watch the afternoon episodes, we talk about different alien races, let alone different people with skin color. We're all humans first before the skin color. And I know that might sound cheesy, but it's true, right? So the next thing is that Biden, oh, sorry, hold on a second. The $1.9 trillion COVID uh, bill advanced, which was very surprising. But anyways, Biden keeps blaming the Senate parliamentarian for preventing him from signing the $15 minimum wage executive order, or not from the executive order, from passing that through the COVID bill and the $1.9 trillion bill. Yes. Are the Republicans going to turn it down? Yes. They're going to, bills go to live in the house. They come, they give birth in the house and they die in the Senate. That's kind of like a Washington joke, so to speak. But look, Biden keeps saying he wants to work with Republicans. I honestly, my opinion, guys, I don't care. Republican or Democrat, people need money now. People, and you might say, okay, Dave, if he executive orders the, um, the minimum $15 minimum wage in four years from now, the next president, if it's Republican can just reverse that. Look, you know what? Honestly, people need more money now, even not just the stimulus checks, but minimum wage. Excuse me that I don't care if they reverse it four years from now, we'll deal with that in four years from now. Do you know what I mean? Right now, people need, um, people need higher minimum wages right now. And I'm in Canada. And over here, it's not that great. So I can only imagine respectfully certain parts of the states, you know, so I don't know. He keeps saying the parliamentarian, the parliamentarian, the parliamentarian, from my understanding, is a symbolic position. It's a load of crap. You want to know why he won't do it? Corporate donors, corporate donors. Let's not let's not uh, let's not sugarcoat this here. Right. The next thing is that Mr. Potato Head is, quote unquote, canceled because he's now officially gender neutral. Look, I have no problem with being respectful to females. Absolutely not. For those who know me, know that I treat men and women just the same. And I'm not trying to make this about me. I'm just saying, Mr. Potato Head was a character. He had a wife, Mrs. Potato Head. It's not like it was just Mr. Potato. There was both of them in Toy Story. 
I don't know. Then now apparently they're talking about Hasbro, the company, changing or reforming their name because it has the word bro in it. Like, I, I don't understand. But anyways, like, it doesn't make sense. I, look, I could be totally wrong, but I think there's a lot more problems in this world than to focus on a friggin' toy called Mr. Potato Head. So now the toy is just going to be called Potato Head. So what about Mr. Potato Head's wife? I think I feel like I'm spending way too much time on this, but what about Mrs. Potato? I can't. <laughs> I'm laughing at myself in this room. I'm all by myself. I can't. I, I imagine I'm talking to you guys in my living in your living room or at your work right now. I, I can't. I can't believe we're arguing about or we're talking about this. So now Potato Head has a wife, Mrs. Potato Head, and now she. So she's fine, right? And I'm totally cool with that. Seriously, being a woman, but now Potato Head is is what gender neutral. So a gender neutral, um, person is married to a Mrs. like uh, anyways you see what i'm saying maybe i'm looking into it too much but anyways i liked mr potato head when i was young that's why <laughs> china is now swabbing u.s diplomats and officials butts in china literally this is a legit thing it's not even a joke the state department said they have concerns about this and i agree for a number of reasons now here's the thing China then later said that they go, um, you know, this was all done in error and all that. First, China, the CCP made a statement publicly saying, well, listen, you know, we do this because anal swabs are more effective than throat swabs for COVID, which in theory is actually true when they put a swab up your butt. Man or woman, doesn't matter. However, I, you, wanna, you guys want to honestly know my opinion? I don't think it's to embarrass these U.S. diplomats because they're doing it just to U.S. diplomats, by the way. I don't think it's to embarrass them. I think it's an intelligence angle, and I'll tell you why. Notice how when there's major world leader meetings and things, you know, G7, the UN meetings, all that kind of stuff, right? The Helsinki, Finn, all that kind of stuff. When you look at those meetings, all of these world leaders travel, most of them, with their own toilets. Kim Jong-un has self-admittedly done that. Why? Because, oops, the, oh, shoot, the camera went out. I Unfortunately, guys, sorry, I'm going to have to do this with no visual for those that are on YouTube right now, but... Um, what's happening here, and I'm so sorry for that, but what's happening here is this intelligence aspect is very key because if you can get a hold of a world leader's um, waste or fecal matter or urine or anything like that, or let's be honest, their shit, you can actually know a lot about them, their health issues, all that kind of stuff, okay? And so that's actually like a legit thing, and it wouldn't surprise me as to why this is the case. They want to get to know the, the Chinese intelligence is swabbing U.S. diplomats' butt because... Uh, because some of these diplomats are probably CIA, let's face it, right? Extremely undercover, and they want to get to know their health thing, so maybe they can infiltrate them in their residence and poison something. It's the reality of the world, guys. It's just the way it is. It's true. The next thing is that Cuomo has another sexual harassment um, allegation against him, and Biden says he supports an independent investigation. So Cuomo had originally appointed the investigator to look into it, from my understanding, and then he withdrew that investigator because after the second allegation of sexual harassment, um, yeah, harassment, and so... They're saying now because, you know, it's an independent investigator, there's a lot of things that are going to be looked at that maybe Cuomo's buddy, if you will, that he had, that he appointed initially to investigate would have overlooked. So let's see what happens. Again, I'm just pissed off with the media's rhetoric. They never came out and said Cuomo's a god or anything like that. But all this entire time, this entire time, they said, they go, you know, the rhetoric, the last nine months, he's, you know, doing the PowerPoint presentations and all that. And I'm fine with that. All right. If he's if he's looking good on the front end, fine. But again, going back to my main principle, consistency. If you're nice and dandy on the front end, but you're a piece of shit on the back end, I, I don't want to watch your shit. Like, come on. 
You know what I mean? And of course, it's a free country. The media can broadcast what they want. But if you look at Cuomo's like press conferences from last week after the first sexual assault allegation and the nursing home death cover-ups and all that, did you see how nervous he was? Tying up his tie, then untying it and things like that. You know what I mean? So it's interesting to see when we look at that. The next thing is that, oh, and by the way, um, Pelosi said that she believes his victims uh, and that they're credible too. So anyways, the next thing is that K-pop songs under Kakao M are no longer available on Spotify. Um, not really into K-pop, so not sure. Maybe some of you are, or your, your family, or relatives, or friends are. The next thing is that Myanmar's UN ambassador was quickly fired after urging the United Nations to reverse the coup that's going on there by any means necessary. Oof. <laughs> that's a bit of a leak there, isn't it? You got someone saying something opposite of what the state media is saying. Now... There's two factions here because there was also another state TV station, state-run media in Myanmar, that reported this as well. There seems to be two factions, right? You got the military coup, and then you have the elected officials. I don't know the specifics. I could be wrong, but again, any form of a coup, it just ends up becoming a disaster. So the next thing is that Jim Acosta was at CPAC this past weekend, and he refused to, to denounce Antifa and white supremacy, which is interesting. Now, we can argue that, okay... He didn't want to even give attention to the conservatives that were asking him that. But listen, if he's talking about being a, f a fair, free, unbiased, you know, journalist, why didn't he answer the questions? I'm not saying he's racist. I'm just saying the hypocrisy is ridiculous. I don't care why he ignored the people asking. But again, he had a whole crowd around him following him, and he seemed to not be bothered by the crowd. He liked the attention until all of a sudden they started asking him, will you denounce white supremacy? Like, you know what I mean? So I'm not trying to make any accusations. I'm just calling it as it is. The next thing is that Trump was speaking at CPAC. He said he's the future of the Republican Party. He did say he's not starting a third party and all that. Mitch McConnell has now said he'll support Trump in 2024 if he runs and all that. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I mean, listen, it's now uh, there's a lot. There's a huge amount of support for Trump. And whether or not you agree with that, let's be totally honest, as I am, as I try to be consistent, just like with the COVID thing and all that, let's take a vote like or let's do a poll multiple if people in general over and over again assuming these numbers are not rigged or fixed agree with the fact that trump should be the next front runner for the gop and all that then let it happen and if he loses he loses and if he doesn't he doesn't i don't understand everyone's harping on this well in three and a half years from now if he runs and da 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 listen we got more problems to worry about in terms of our realistic lives and what's in front of us right now. We'll worry about that in three and a half years from now. Look, I could be wrong. That's just the way that I view things. And I'm not trying to say it to put it off. I'm just saying we can analyze for months. Three and a half years is quite some time, right? So anything can happen. As we've seen in politics, hour by hour, minute by minute, shit changes, right? So the next thing is that the Czech Republic turned to using the Russian COVID vaccine after uh, soaring COVID cases. I mean, sure, I, I guess, again, I got to say because of YouTube and all that, but sure, I mean, why not? Um, the next thing is that 15 people drowned in a shipwreck off the coast of Libya. Yeah, see, that's unfortunate. But when I, from my understanding, if I'm not mistaken, Libya is considered a failed state at this point, I think. I think it's been considered a failed state for a while now after Gaddafi, if I'm not mistaken, um, with, you know, Benghazi and all that kind of stuff. And so... When we see that, it, it, it's sad. I mean, it, it honestly, it looks like a nice place to go and, and start a brand new civilization. And again, you'd have to clean out all of the, the sleeper terrorist cells, obviously, and all that kind of stuff. But 
I mean, it's much more easier said than done, of course, right? If there's going to be any country that's going to go in there to, quote-unquote, reform the place, it'll be the U.S., but even then, the U.S., I mean, when we look at that, they end up creating more of a disaster than a good thing most of the time. Not all the time. They've done some great work. But again, just like with Canada, in the past, or even with other countries too, whenever another developed country gets involved in a war-torn country, usually doesn't end well. Not because the developed country has a, a bad... um. Um, I guess we could say approach to things, but it's because the agenda in which they execute is not, it, it, it's just, it's all about them. It's all profit based. And because then once you get corporations involved, you get lobbyists involved, you get people, you know, military contractors, it all becomes about money instead of actually reviving that country or state. And I'm not trying to put blame on the US, not saying they're the only ones. We can argue many different countries as well, right? And the, uh, the final thing is that um, the Golden Globes were yesterday, and uh, I think Chadwick Boseman got some award or something like this, but look, I'm not a big entertainment guy in that regard. For me, I'm more of like a movie guy and stuff, and I know the Golden Globes is all about that, but what I'm saying is like I'm not the type of person to watch those kind of awards ceremonies and all that. I mean, we can argue it's BS, or we can argue some people like to watch it to pass the time. Personally, it's just not my thing, uh, but I just wanted to bring it up because maybe some of you do watch it or enjoy it, so I want it to be fair, right? And so, pretty much that's it for today. There is some, obviously, breaking news probably coming out as I as I say this, or maybe even afterwards, so uh, we'll be covering that in tomorrow morning's episode as well. So, thank you guys so much for watching, and we will catch you guys tomorrow, or later this afternoon. Cheers.